0: What's up students welcome to with you where we seek to grow deeper in our relationship with god together even though we're not with you we're with you
1: we're your hosts Phoebe and tony
0: yesterday we cracked open the classic story of jesus turning water into wine in john chapter two and we asked the question how can we experience belief and confusion in our relationship with jesus which i believe is a pretty valid question because they seem counterintuitive at times
1: That's right. And today is part two. Therefore, we are going to give you guys the background of this passage. Some weeks we have more or less on this section, depending on the passage. But this week seems especially important for this episode. There are a number of things that are happening that we might miss if we don't know the historical context. Tony, what do we need to know about John two in order to get the full picture?
0: Well, this episode kind of reminds me of when we went over Jesus' baptism in Matthew chapter 3. Remember, uh, months ago, as we talked about John the Baptist and doves and Old Testament fulfillment and baptism. And we had to understand those things in order to understand Jesus' baptism. And today, we know the most significant thing in the story is that Jesus turns water into wine. Like, that's wild. That's a, a miracle that only he could do. But there's a few things we want to highlight in order to understand that this wasn't just a party trick. It was, he was doing something else. And so the three things I want to focus in on for us to understand are weddings, purification jars, and foreshadowing, which I want to ask, have I piqued your interest?
1: I'd say so. Tony, do us a favor and unpack those three things for us.
0: All right. Track with me, everyone. So number one, weddings. Every single one of us love a good party. We like to party, but the Jewish people really knew how to party. They knew how to celebrate. Weddings were a very big deal. It'd be a week long where families and friends would come and gather together and celebrate the unity of these two people all week. There were also a ton of expectations on the people hosting, on the families, to provide enough food and drink for the wedding all week because of really how important it was. Therefore, running out of wine was a huge no-no in this cultural context because what communicated was you didn't think this wedding was a big enough deal to plan ahead or you just are like lazy. like You just didn't put in the work to make sure that you were going to prepare enough for all of your guests that were going to be there. and This would have brought so much shame to the family that they would be known for this the rest of their lives and this is why jesus's mother who's at the wedding as well says jesus you need to do something we don't want to watch this happen to these people so weddings number two purification jars it's helpful to understand that in the old testament god gave the israelites the law and he commanded for the priests before they would come and meet with god to wash their hands and feet every single time before they'd go into the meeting or go into the temple. And really, this was meant to be a symbolic action of God saying, I need you to understand that you have lived a dirty life, like that you haven't been following me faithfully. And so washing your hands and feet is acknowledging, yes, God, I'm dirty and I need to be clean before I go before you. And so people carried this idea also into, before going into a synagogue, before going into a Jewish church that they would bathe beforehand. And so there's purification jars nearby in this story because there's most likely a synagogue nearby. There's a synagogue in every city that there's 10 or more Jewish people living in. And so that's why they're able to pull out six purification jars just like that. But there's also something that might be a little less significant about those jars, but I still want to point out the fact that there are six of them I think that everything in Scripture is intentionally placed there. So the fact that there's six jars and that's mentioned the amount of jars is probably a, a big deal. Maybe it's pointing to the fact that in the Bible, the number six often means imperfect or falling short. Um, I mean, even just like the number 666 you see in Revelation is like, perfect imperfection Uh, and that's what might be happening there too that jesus is about to to bring something celebratory out of this religious system which i believe he he does something like that number three foreshadowing and this is my favorite one because it shows the significance of knowing the whole bible and not just honing in on one story while this is the first miracle that jesus does it foreshadows the most important and last miracle that he will do by going to the cross in dying, but then also resurrecting. Verse one emphasizes on the third day that this is happening, this wedding is happening. That's also included on purpose. I mean, on the third day should ring a bell of when Jesus will resurrect from the grave. And then also in verse four, Jesus in responding to his mother, this says that his hour has not yet come. That is something pointing ahead to the time on the cross over and over and over again in the book of John, Jesus says that his hour is going to be the time when he goes to the cross. And then lastly, the image and emphasis of wine in this story points to the Last Supper and when Jesus will drink the sour wine on the cross in John chapter chapter 19. There's so much foreshadowing happening in this passage.
1: Weddings, purification jars, and foreshadowing. These details are important, especially as we consider the main point of the passage in episode 3. Before we sign off, let's give you guys the secret word for the week. And since we're not meeting, we want you to either text one of us or DM us. And first come, first serve, we'll get a prize the next time we see you. The secret word for this week is jazzer size.
0: Yeah, that's right. Good luck spelling that. Tomorrow we're going to go over the main point and we're excited for that. But remember, let's be real before God and with one another as long as it's called today. It's been great to be with you. Take care.